Welcome to the Pensacola People's Podcast. Hello, this is Malia Safley Bailey and Hattie Bowler. Welcome to the Pensacola People Podcast. Today we are here with the incredible Mayor Robinson. Now, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, I'm Grover Robinson. I'm mayor of the city of Pensacola. Uh, grew up here. Uh, went to Quito Park Elementary School, worked in middle school and Washington High School. Had a chance to go all the way to college. Came back uh, to, to Pensacola. I love this community. I worked as a real estate um, uh, uh, broker and, and uh, eventually I decided I had, I had a love for this community. Had the opportunity to run for public office. I ran for county commissioner. I was a Scambi County Commissioner District four for 12 years, which is three terms. And in uh, 2018, I ran for mayor of the city of Pensacola and won. And so I am the mayor of the city of Pensacola and have been that since the end of uh, 2018. So um, that's a little bit about who I am. Um, certainly have enjoyed being here and, and uh, have two children of my own who are now grown up and they've, they're, they're in college and in grad school. So uh, very happy about uh, about that as well, but uh, but just a regular person uh, living here in Quito Park. So uh, feel very very similar uh, to all of you out there. <laughs> okay, what is the biggest impact you've noticed COVID had on Pensacola? Um, you know, I mean, obviously there there's been a significant amount of challenges. I think I think in the beginning part of it. There was just a lot of fear uh, in, in people didn't know about it. Obviously, that caused panic and you saw a lot of things. There was a slowdown in business. Uh, obviously, the biggest impact has been in the health community and the health of our citizens. Um, unfortunately, we've had uh, two, two times where we've had significant hospitalizations. We've even had death. I do think much with the vaccine and a variety of other things that we are beginning to get on top of those issues and I am optimistic about the future of where we go, uh, but there's no doubt that the uh, the virus has had a tremendous impact on our health community and the health of our community. Yeah. So, especially with COVID, what are what are some of your biggest responsibilities as the mayor of Pensacola? Well, you know, I mean, we we've continued to try to monitor um, when we felt that, that it was appropriate and needed. We've 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 come forward with mass mandates and, and requested that everybody. And I see you. Uh, using proper uh, protocol for, for your mask, and that's good. Uh, we certainly believe that's been warranted. Um, and, and we've had, like I said, we've had significant times. We had one time we went up to 246 hospitalizations, and then in January we went up to 291. Now, we're very fortunate. I just got the hospitalizations. I track them every day from all three hospitals. Uh, we are right now at, uh, I believe, um, we're at 20, I, I think I sent this, 25, 26 uh, this 26 today, so we were 22 yesterday, 26 today. So we're in a more manageable situation, but it's something we consistently need to be looking at uh, and keeping a watch on, and that's what we've been doing. Uh, we've tried to make sure that that our our city is is safe, and we've tried to, you know, I I, I have 800 employees that work under me. Our biggest part is trying to make sure that they're safe um, and that uh, that it's safe to come to work at the city. We've we've done some things where we've had more people out of the office uh, when we have had real high numbers, uh, and we brought people back into the office when we've hit lower numbers. So, um, you know, that's a lot of what we've been doing to try to manage the situation here for the for the city of Pensacola. Did you have any role models growing up? 
I, I, I did. I did. I, I see some pictures behind you of presidents. It does appear you have Andrew Jackson, who is the first governor of the state of Florida, and you have James K. Polk uh, behind you, who was the president when Florida became a state. Um, so uh, just a little bit of things. Uh, they weren't necessarily big, big, big per people of mine, but I, I did. Uh, my father was certainly a role model for me. Um, I always thought George Washington was a good role model um, and, and, uh, and uh, certainly somebody that, that I looked up to and aspired to. So, I mean, again, it could be Jackson, it could be Polk, it could be Washington. Uh, there were certainly great leaders in the past. Uh, like I said before, um, my father was in public service. I certainly looked up to him. So sometimes you have members that are in your own family. Uh, but I think it is certainly good to find uh, people that you believe are high quality character and, um, and try to learn from them and, and what they've done. So that's a good question. Yeah. So have you always wanted to be the mayor or like when did you like want to start? <laughs> no, no. In, in actuality, when I was your age, I was probably going to say I'll be as far away from public office as I can be. Um, I grew up in a household. My father was a state representative, so I grew up in politics. Um, my father was also a, uh, a, a, a in real estate, and while I certainly loved him and respected him, um, I kind of said, I, when, I was, well, when I went to college, I said, I will do anything other than go into uh, public service or real estate, and I ended up doing both. So, uh, so again, you never know what you're going to do. I, I, I say many times I'm still trying to figure out what I want to be when I grow up. So don't worry if you're having those same struggles. Uh, but a lot of times you 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 find things are, that are familiar. Uh, for me, it was really a love of this community growing up here, uh, having deep roots in this community, wanting to see it, it be better uh, for my children. Um, and so it was it was a case of I felt called to do it, and uh, I've certainly enjoyed it. It, it. it public service can be a great um, experience if you enjoy people and you enjoy community and working for, uh, for, for making things better. So I, I, I highly recommend it uh, for those of you out there that, that, that are inclined to do, do things like that. What are some of the biggest challenges you've had or have to overcome as the mayor? Oh, you know, I mean, there, there are a number of, of challenges that make this a little bit different than my last job as a county commissioner. Um, as a county commissioner, I was more, you know, we have sort of an executive, legislative, and judicial branches. Um, and, and at the local level, you really have an executive and a legislative. When I was at county, I was much more the legislative. And while some of the things are familiar, uh, some of them are different. Uh, being the executive, it's, it's much more uh, challenging. I tell people the difference between being a county commissioner and being a mayor is I got to eat lunch when I was a county commissioner. Um, when you're a mayor, there's so many things going on. Uh, that you're running 800 uh, people uh, work for you and they report to you and you have to take care of them and think about that. But you also have to think about the 55,000 citizens that you serve and, and how you take care of them. Uh, so it's a little bit different, some of the challenges. I mean, but they range from everything. There's so much diversity there. We run an airport. We run a port. Uh, we, run a, we run a natural gas company. All of these things are different than just uh, doing traditional government, although even that is administered a little bit different. We have a police force, we have a fire department, we run inspections, we pick up people's garbage. Um, so there's a wide variety and diversity of things that we do um, and to deal with all of those things. And, and you know, any one of them is difficult, but to deal with all of them at the same time is that's, that's where it becomes 
uh, more challenging. We do housing, we do a variety of things, uh, neighborhoods. Uh, so, you know, parks and recreation, probably something all of you enjoy are the parks and recs that we have here at the, uh, the city of Pensacola. We have great parks, we have great recreational opportunities like Roger Scott, Osceola Golf Course, our, 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 we're gonna get our volleyball and our basketball back open one day from COVID and we got baseball going on. So we got a lot of things happening, a lot of activities uh, that we hope that, that uh, you and your, your classmates are participating in. So there are a lot of things that we do on a daily basis. Yeah, so why aren't you running for mayor again? You know, it, it was, I've certainly enjoyed uh, doing it, uh, but I do believe this last year has been more of a challenge. It's been sort of, we've had about five years rolled up into one. I mean, not to mention we had a pandemic and a variety of other issues. We also had a hurricane. Um, and, you know, I, I feel like I've, I've done things, I've, we've made a difference. We've accomplished a lot of the things we set out to do. And at some point you gotta look around and just go, hey, it, it, you know, is, it, it, have I done what I need to do? And, and there's always a need for, for other people to come up and other ideas to be out there. I, I think, I think, you know, we, anybody who gets into public service recognizes this is temporary. You will sit in, the, in a, a seat for a certain amount of time. Um, and when that comes up, you either have to get reelected by the people or you make a decision that, uh, that, that, you know, you're ready to move on. And sometimes that those things happen. And for me, I think after this past year, with as many things that we had going on that were challenging and difficult, uh, I've certainly enjoyed it. I feel like we've made a difference, but at the same time, I feel like I feel like I, I, I want to still have some hair up here when I leave. Um, and uh, and after all the things I've done, uh, my, my hair is all gray now. So, uh, but but uh, you know, it's it's been worth it. I think we've accomplished a lot, but at the same time, it it does take a toll. Um, going through all the things that we've been through and, and we've, we've had some challenges this year. So as the mayor, what is something hard your family has had to go through? You know, it's, it's really hard on families. Um, you know, I think that's, that's, that's probably the, 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 the biggest part is just having to deal with a number of things. I mean, my, my son kept wondering why it was a major news story that he got COVID. So, you know, sometimes it, it, it happens where, uh, you know, just because the position of, or what you are, that your, your, your family ends up more in the spotlight than the normal um, and, and has to deal with some things that normally you wouldn't have to deal with. But, you know, there, there are a variety of things that just, it, it, it takes a toll. You don't spend as much time with your family. Um, you know, this job is a 24 seven job. And, and you realize, you know, there are going to be times that you want to be able to, to do things and, and, and have a more traditional life and lifestyle. Um, so, you know, it's, it's very hard on families of elected officials. I've been very fortunate that my children and my wife have, have encouraged me to do this. Um, I've done it now for, by the time I finish this term, it will be 16 years. And so, you know, at that point, I think it's, uh, you know, they would have been ready for me to, to quit running after four years. So, uh, so the fact that they've stuck around for 16, um, you know, is, is, it's a, it's a, it's, it's a joint decision. And I would just simply say, looking at the two uh, elected officials behind you, I noticed all they have is gray hair as well. So, uh, you know, there's a lot of great things that can be in leadership, but it does, it does take its toll on individuals to serve. And, you know, that's why you have, you have a certain amount of time. It, it's a certain amount of time where, you serve out your time, and if you don't want to, if you don't want to do it anymore, and you want to go do something else, you you have that option to do so. Yeah. So in your press conference, you mentioned a political divide. 
Can you explain what you meant by that? Yeah, no, I, I think I, I think today, you know, it'll be it'll be interesting for you growing up. Um, you're growing up in a much different time than what I grew up in. Um, you're growing up in a time where, um, you know, I, I think there are sort of ebbs and tides of uh, of what happens with partisanship. Um, you know, uh, George Washington's a very interesting character. I mean, he was the one who said he was he is one of the few presidents. I think he's the only president that was not in a political party. Um, and I think that's important to know. He made his, his farewell address. Um, he said that that would be one of the worst things for our country. It divides our country uh, and our loyalty between are we more loyal to an ideology or are we more lo loyal to the country? Um, and I feel much the same way that he did and, and that the concerns I have are are we, uh, you know, the most important thing about us is that we're Americans, whether we fall into different groups, whether we are different ethnicities, whether we're different religions or denominations. What's really more important is that we're Americans and we work together. We can have all those individual distinctions and they're all great. That's the beauty of this country is having those distinctions. But when we make the distinctions more important than being an American, we begin to fracture what's happening. Um, I do believe uh, in the country right now that we're somewhat more um, more concerned about what side we have and we're more concerned about winning with a side than we are about being as Americans and, and working together. Uh, we have a number of challenges. I have enjoyed local government because typically local government has not gotten into those kind of issues. Um, you know, th there's not a democratic way to pick up your garbage and there's not a Republican way to fill your pothole. It's just government service and we go do it. Um, so I think that's important. Um, I think it's more important that we think about community and being Americans than it is that we identify with certain sides and ideas. Um, and, you know, that's just my feeling, uh, but it was very much George Washington's feeling. Um, and again, I think he's a, a great role model uh, when you look at, at public service and American life. And, and uh, you know, he was very much felt the same way. How do you think we can get back to that? I, you know, I don't know. I, I think I think there's a, you know, I, I'm hopeful um, that uh, it all starts with people like yourself. Uh, I think I think there's a there is we've we've placed a lot of a lot of um, of discussion and value on diversity, and that's good. Uh, but, but I think we have to we have to learn that that. At times, there will be diversity. If we truly embrace diversity, then we need to be able to say it's okay. Um, I, I don't know how you totally get back to it, but it's got to be a feeling of, you know what, we've got to figure out how to solve things uh, the best way um, and work together. Um, you know, I, I love sports. I love competition. I love winning. Um, but I grew up playing tennis, and I love, I love the game of tennis. What I love about tennis is at the end of the game, you walk across the net, no matter whether you won or lost, and you shake the hand of your opponent uh, because that's the right thing to do. And I think if we could develop that spirit more in what we're doing in governing, and we, we were less concerned with winning, and we were more concerned with what we accomplished, uh, we would develop that spirit. Um, as far as how to technically make that happen, um, you know, it's just, it's going to be a lot of effort. Um, it's going to be a lot of uh, of, of work going forward. But I, I believe the vast majority of, 
of Americans or, or moderates in the middle. And I, I think they want to find ways to do it. I think it's just, it's a very difficult political system uh, to figure it out, um, you know, if, if that's what you're trying to do. And it's, it's unfortunate. Um, I've tried to do that for 16 years, but after 16 years, you just get, you get kind of tired. It's time for somebody else to pick up that mantle and, and, and work with it. And uh, I certainly welcome uh, the next the next individual uh, here in Northwest Florida that really wants to to do that and bring people together and is more worried about what we do as a community and how we come together. I think that's 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 critically important. And if I look at the last 16 years, I think our community is is significantly better off than we were 16 years ago. Um, so I think I think those things, the values that we place into it, you can move your community forward and and find a way to make it better. Even even in fact, you'll do that even more, I think, if you're inclusive in what you do. Yeah. So what is one of the most controversial things you've had to decide for the city? Um, you know, obviously, there, there, were, there have been a couple of things. Um, uh, you know, obviously, last year after the, um, after the George Floyd and the, the riots that had happened, I think, I think dealing with the uh, Confederate statue was one of the more challenging issues. I think... Um, I think if you're familiar, if you remember that statue, I think from a distance, it did appear to be much more historical and about veterans. But I think as you got closer to it and you read some of the stuff that was on it, there was a, a different undertone on it uh, that made it inconsistent with what we wanted to do as a community. Now, I want to be very clear. Uh, my family's lived here for over 200 years. My family actually fought for the Confederacy in, in the process. But at the same time, I believed that ultimately what we've got to do is represent overall Pensacola. And I, I did not feel that, uh, that, that what was necessarily on that monument was truly in, in, in continuing to be the right thing for us to do in, in creating an inclusive community. Um, so I believe uh, that the decision to remove it was probably the, the better thing for the long-term future of our community. Um, we have lots of monuments, but that's the only monument we had up that was placed up before most people had all the rights uh, franchise to vote. Um, women, when that monument was erected, women couldn't vote. When we had that monument erected, uh, most people of color couldn't vote. So, um, you know, I, I, think, I think we have to be careful in what we've done and uh, that they truly reflect who we are as a people and what are the values we, we, we embrace as a community. How do you think your role in the community influences others? You know, uh, um, I mean, you know, I, I work hard to mostly try to influence uh, the people who work for the city and the city council. Um, you know, as far as the public in general, we, we certainly try to communicate and, and provide ideas. And I hope uh, that the community feels uh, the same way I do. But I, I realize it's an impossibility. And I, I would never ask um, I think this gets back to the whole uh, issue of sides. I don't know that I can exactly, I, I don't know there's ever gonna be an elected official that you will agree with on everything. And my feeling is, is that that's okay. Um, I really, the people I vote for, I don't have to agree with them. That's not the reason I vote for them. The reason I vote for them is because I believe um, that they have the right uh, mindset and the right values um, to be able to do the job and whether 
I agree with them on every single issue. Now, I probably will want to agree with them on more issues than I disagree with them on, but but that's really not uh, the, the overriding um, fact. And it certainly isn't that I expect them to agree with everything that I do. Uh, I don't, I don't, that's not, that's not the goal of what I do. So, I mean, my influence on other people, I hope, um, you know, they see more than anything else, they see we're trying. Um, they see what we're trying to do and make the community better. I hope that influences them to think about making the community better. I don't, it's not my attempt or desire to make them think the way I think. Um, I just want them to think about the community and, and how it, it could be a better community. So, do you have any advice for this generation going on? You know, uh, the the best the best advice I have is 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 much of what you're doing. You're you're in school. You're learning. Um, not only are you learning academically, but you are learning socially. And, and both of these things are going to be important uh, for where we go as a country going forward. Um, like I've said before, I mean, you get to a point. Uh, it's time for me to move on. I, I realize I'm on the backside of my life. Um, and, and, you know, at some point, I'm, I'm looking forward to handing over the reins and, and, and going and doing other things I want to do. But that means we got to have good people coming forward. And that certainly is people like yourself. And I think what you're learning academically is important and the, the lessons that you apply. But I think equally important to that is what you learn socially and how to work together and collaboratively. If, if that's what you're doing, um, it's going to serve you well as you move into the future. It's going to serve our community well. Um, we, it, we are very dependent upon, um, upon the next generation of, you know, we're only going to go as far as the next generation of leaders is going to take us. So I, I truly hope uh, that there are people in your class that uh, do have an inclination to want to help, want to serve. And if that's the case, I hope they will be successful in leading our community one day and, and, uh, uh, I, I, I wish them the best, but they need to continue to do what they're doing there, learning how to work together with people, learning how to make, uh, achieve goals. Um, and, and again, they, they don't always have to be personal goals. They need to be community goals that lift everyone in, this, in, in, in your class and group together. Yes, sir. What do you want your legacy to be? You know, I, I want my legacy to be about a better Pensacola. If we if we've done that, if we made a better Pensacola, a better Northwest Florida, um, that's all I really cared about. Um, you know, from my standpoint, my family's been here, uh, both in Santa Rosa and Escambia County, for over 200 years. Uh, we've been here. Uh, this has been home to us, and it's a great part of the country. It's a great part of the world. Um, and most of what I'm concerned about is is retaining and making it great, making it better. Um, we can continue to be better in what we do. Uh, we continue to create more opportunity here. Um, and I think we've, we've done that. And, you know, if, if, if that's what we've created and a better collaboration, better working together, we're going to have a better community. And I hope that's, that's much of what the legacy that, that I've worked hard um, to get here to do and, 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 and that I've done in my public service. So I've certainly enjoyed it. Uh, but again, like I said, all, all, all good things eventually, um, change and and it doesn't mean it has to be bad it just means it, it has to change and I think we all have to be flexible to those kind of things and realize when's the right time um, to uh, to be a part of stuff and when the right time is to move on we're so grateful that you took this time to interview with us that's possible it'd be so helpful if you were to post something about our podcast on the social media thank you so much for meeting with us today have well, a great rest you. of your day
Thank you for having me. I certainly appreciate it. Y'all take care. You too. Thanks for tuning into the Pensacola People's Podcast, produced by the 7th grade class at Creative Learning Academy in Pensacola, Florida. Make sure to check in next week for more podcasts.